Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. Before I move forward, may I request you to subscribe, follow, like, and comment on whichever platform you are watching or listening to this show on. And today we have Supreme Court Senior Advocate Vivek Sood, sir, and we'll be talking on the closure of allegations against Prime Minister Narendra Modi in the 2002 case. Welcome to the show, sir. Talking about the Supreme Court uh, verdict, quitting the Prime Minister of the 2002 case, tell us about this. The genesis of this case is 27th February 2002. The Sabarmati Express the train was returning from Ayodhya and at the Godra railway station at about 7.45 a.m. morning, you know, the train was carrying car sevaks from Ayodhya to Gujarat and the train was set on fire. 58 innocents were charged to death. Now, following this, this incident, there were incidents of violence in the state of Gujarat. And amongst those various incidents of violence, there was this Gulberg Society case, where 69 Muslims were killed. Now, this is all documented in the Supreme Court judgment that has come recently in the month of June. This is not my statement of the facts. I have taken the facts from the Supreme Court judgment as it is. Now the investigation was initiated into various cases. And then the National Human Rights Commission filed a writ petition in the Supreme Court that the investigation should be fair, it should be honest, it should be competent, it should be scientific, so that the culprits are prosecuted effectively. The Supreme Court on 26th March 2008 formed a special investigation team to investigate these cases effectively. And may I tell you, Ajay, the special investigation team consisted of Mr. R.K. Raghavan, retired CBI director, Mr. C.B. Satpati, retired director general of police from Uttar Pradesh, Geeta Jauri, Shivanand Jha, and Ashish Bhatia, these rank police officers. Now the Supreme Court appointed this SIT, Special Investigation Team, to effectively investigate all conspiracies, you know, because there were allegations against 
the top people in power, top level police officers, ministers, there were allegations against the then Chief Minister of Gujarat, Shri Narendra Modi as well. Now this SIT investigated all the angles of the allegations against the top level ministers, including the Honorable Chief Minister, then police officers, etc., etc. That investigation took place. And that investigation is recorded in the Supreme Court judgment of June 2022. Hundreds of witnesses were examined. Thousands of documents were examined during the investigation. If I may say so, with 30 years of experience on the criminal side, an in-depth investigation was conducted by the special investigative team. And they arrived at the conclusion based on evidence, based on documents, based on recorded statements, based on call detail records, they came to the conclusion that there was no larger conspiracy. The then Chief Minister of Gujarat, Shri Narendra, the investigation was on the complainant Zakia Jafri from the Gulberg Society had also petitioned, had also filed her complaint and the matter went up to the Supreme Court. Now, in her complaint, she leveled allegations against the high and mighty, the top ministers, etc. Now, the Supreme Court referred that complaint to the special investigation team, the SIT. And the Supreme Court, way back in 2009, directed the SIT to look into this complaint as well and probe and investigate whether there was a larger conspiracy involving the Honorable then Chief Minister, Mr. Narendra Modi and the other ministers. Now, after a detailed investigation, an in-depth investigation. The judgment of the Honorable Supreme Court runs into about 300 pages. I have gone through the judgment in detail. After an in-depth investigation, it has been found by the SIT that there was no larger conspiracy. There was no involvement of the then Honorable Chief Minister, Mr. Narendra Modi. The allegations leveled by these officers, B. Shri Kumar, 
Sanjeev Bhatt and Mr. Haren Pandya, the allegations leveled by these three persons have been found to be patently false. They are not in the realm of doubt. The SIT has found their evidence to be false. Final report of the SIT was placed before the magistrate. The magistrate, after applying his mind, has found the investigation by the SIT and its report to be correct. So there has been judicial application of mind at level one. Then the matter is taken to the High Court of Gujarat. The High Court of Gujarat, by a speaking order, by a speaking judgment, after appreciating and analyzing the SIT report and the closure of the case by the magistrate has found the SIT report to be correct. Level 2 judicial application of mind has taken place. The matter travels to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court after deeply analyzing the SIT report the appreciation of the report by the magistrate, the deep appreciation of the same by the Gujarat High Court, and after independently examining the SIT report threadbare in detail, it has found the SIT report to be correct and therefore the clean chit given to the then Chief Minister Shri Narendra Modi, now the Honorable Prime Minister of India, has been upheld. And may I tell you, Ajay, it is not on the basis of benefit of doubt that the clean chit has been given. The allegations by Zakia Jafri and Tista Sitalwad have been found to be patently false. The evidence that was sought to be set up by Sanjeev Bhatt, Haren Pandya, now deceased, and R.B. Shri Kumar has been found to be false. Not benefit of doubt. There is a distinction between benefit of doubt and making false allegations, fabricated allegations. So the Supreme Court, comprising of three honorable judges, has found the SIT report to be absolutely correct. Right, sir. Like with other cases, many cases, people have their own points of view about the outcome, about the verdict, any verdict. And you can always look at any verdict in your own manner. Now, here a lot of people have expressed happiness and there are quite a number of people also criticizing the verdict. Help us understand in terms of as a common man, 
what should i make of it first of all every citizen enjoys the freedom of speech and expression in our country people have a right to speak people right. have a right to criticize but may i point out that before criticizing this verdict please read the verdict it's a 300 plus pages verdict where every argument raised by zakia jafri and tista sitalwad and others has been considered on merits by the supreme court in my view it is investigated the investigation in this case was conducted by a high powered sit under the monitoring of the supreme court of india may i tell you that the sit was appointed in 2008 right the investigation concluded in a final report in a closure report by the sit in 2000 i think i 2012 or something like that the bjp government was not in power at that point of time the sit comprised of high ranking independent police officers now to question the sit report in the media is not fair it has been questioned before the magistrates court the magistrate applied his mind found the report to be correct the matter was taken to the gujarat high court the sit report was reexamined by the gujarat high court found to be correct then the matter travels to the supreme court of india again the sit report is examined thread bare in an open public forum the court of law and the apex court has found the sit judgment to be absolutely correct now in this scenario you know we we live in a country where there is rule of law right we as citizens of india must respect a report by an sit appointed by the supreme court monitored by the supreme court and the report has been judicially examined at three levels we must as citizens we must understand the concept of rule of law there is a legal process the legal process has found the sit report to be correct and the allegations to be patently false now as citizens of india we must respect the three levels of the judiciary so this criticism in my view is totally misconceived having said so 
people have the right to freedom of speech and expression they have the right to criticize the judgment but may i tell you after three decades of experience on the criminal side and now as a senior counsel having examined the judgment in detail i find that the judgment is meritorious well reasoned and therefore all criticism of this verdict is nothing but political and totally misconceived in nature right sir and how do you view this letters being sent to the chief justice of the supreme court of india how do you look at that people have the right to respond and write letters but as a law man there is only one remedy if this verdict of the supreme court is to be challenged and that remedy is to file a review petition before the supreme court this kind of letter writing is not part of the legal process it is extraneous to the legal process it amounts to bro beating it has no legal sanctity but people have a right to write letters to the honorable chief justice of india but there is no substance in these letters these letters are not part of the legal process the due process of law the only remedy is to file a review petition against the verdict of the supreme court the action against tista satalwad and others tell us about that normally you don't find this sort of thing happening if you read the supreme court verdict the supreme court has said in clear terms that the allegations are false the allegations have been leveled to sensationalize a dead horse it's like flogging a dead horse the allegations are politically motivated when the supreme court has found the allegations to be patently false and when the supreme court says that the allegations are politically motivated and they have been leveled only to sensationalize this case as a natural fallout of the supreme court verdict action has been taken against tista sitalwad and other again they have a remedy they have a right to apply for bail they have a right to file a petition for quashing of the proceedings etc so the legal remedies are available to them however in my view keeping in view the observations and findings of the supreme court
in this case action taken against tista sitalwad and others cannot be said to be misconceived it is a consequence of this verdict which has come out very strongly against the falsity of these allegations the supreme court has upheld the sit report which concludes that haren pandya sanjeev bhat and they fabricated allegations to falsely implicate the then chief minister mr narendra modi and others now when you have observations like these in a supreme court verdict consequence these accused tista sitalwad and others they have judicial remedies available to them they can apply for bail they can file for washing of the proceedings etc so the rule of every citizen of the country from top to bottom right sir right now again as a common man what should the common man understand out of the post verdict actions that has taken should a man a person whether acquitted acquitted by the trial court or any other court of the country feels that there was an abuse of the due process of law by whichever party either from the investigating side from the police from the prosecution side or whoever it is do they have the same legal remedy or right available to them and they ask for actions to be taken against those people who put the person into so much of trouble is it the same for everybody yes the key to take away from this case for the common man is let us respect the conclusions arrived at by investigative agencies especially the sit in this case comprising of top police officers with monitoring by the supreme court let us respect it as citizens of india let us respect judicial verdicts otherwise there will be chaos in the society that is one secondly the law is applicable to one and all be you ever so high the law is above you the law, law applies consistently to every citizen consistency is the ornament of justice so even in common cases involving commoners many a times it is said in the verdict of acquittal that there was false implication of the accused an action be taken against the police officers or the complainant 
or the witnesses who committed perjury or concocted part of the legal system. It is not an exceptional case where the Supreme Court has made such strong observations against the complainant. It happens every day in the criminal justice system. An action is initiated against the complainant or the police officers involved in falsely implicating the accused. So it is not an exceptional verdict that has come from Jupiter or Mars. It is very much part of the legal system in India. False implication has its legal consequences in many cases that we come across on a day-to-day basis. They may not be reported in the media, but they are part of the criminal justice system in India. Right, sir. So, in this particular case, sir, what is the message even for police officers who are such an integral part of the justice delivery system? The message that flows out of this case for police officers at large is this. This case is a template, fair and scientific investigation. Police officers must read this case from an investigative perspective. The hard work that was put in by the SIT, the number of witnesses examined by them, their analysis of the investigation, the thousands of documents that were appreciated, examined. So this case is an example of exemplary investigation by the SIT, in my view. The in-depth investigation that was conducted should serve as an example for police officers, for younger officers who are called upon to investigate cases day in and day out. What is scientific investigation? What is fair investigation? What is deep investigation? The SIT report is a classic example of exemplary investigation in my view. Okay, sir. Now, the larger aspect of this particular case, sir, a lot of NGOs work in different fields and they keep on providing information to different agencies, including the police, especially related to children and a lot of other domestic violence and abuse cases. So in those cases, are the NGOs to think that they have to investigate any wrong that has going or do they understand that the police will take care of whatever evidence or information that they provide in the work that they are doing? See, NGOs, whistleblowers, sting operations are part of our system. Right. Let's not wish them away. Right. However, they have their role to play, but investigation is the domain of the law enforcement agencies. Right. They can 
assist the investigative agency or they can question the investigative agency but there has to be a lakshman rekha right between the role of an investigator and the role of an ngo the judiciary has its role to play ngos have their role to play but they should not interfere in the investigative process or the judicial process they can act as facilitators or they can act as checks and balances in the system with this it's a wrap on this edition of the kj masterclass